This is Leicester Emergent Arts Radio. Smith. Um, that's a lot of syllables. Um, I'm uh, yeah, I'm from Leicester. Um, we're sitting here because uh, I responded to a, a message you put out about um, the Sound Season 2023 exhibit, um, and I've got a bit of work in there with a with a friend of mine that we collaborated on. Um, uh, as I said, I'm from Leicester, so I've, I've been here. Not as long, young as you might think I am. Um, I was born in the 80s, so uh, uh, I've, I've seen uh, a lot of changes on the, I guess, the artistic Leicester scene. Um, I would say, just for, you know, not complicating things, I'm involved in the arts and in music, um, uh, but I always find it weird saying I'm an artist or I'm a musician. Um, I, do, I do various things. Um, it's actually quite a big part of my... Uh, approach to what I do in that uh, or, or the philosophy behind what I'm doing um, the current idea that I have at the moment is that as human beings we're all artisans in whatever, whatever we do um, I've met lots of people uh, in my life uh, you know from all over the all over the world um, and what I find a common thing is uh, is that we're all people who make and do um, uh, and I've also met people who have that same opinion that uh, they find it odd to be called a something. I'm a drummer, I'm a painter, whatever. Oddly enough, they're the two things that I do, what, uh, drumming and painting, right now at least. Um, so um, I started out, uh, you know, in sort of, I guess, indie rock, kind of as indie rock kid sort of thing. Um, played in various bands that went from uh, rock to quick, a bit, maybe a bit too prematurely to trying to be avant-garde um, turned into kind of sound noise and improv um, and um, I guess from there I've uh, dabbled in, in lots of different things um, as I say I'm currently uh, drumming a lot um, getting into sort of jazz music uh, as, as a jazz percussionist um, and just picked up lots of uh, things along the way um, you know guitar playing double bass playing uh, drumming and, and composition um, and that's just that's just the music side um, involved in visual arts as well so um, that's kind of kind of how I know Miriam who's the collaborator on this project that we're, we're, uh, we're we've met uh, that we're here to talk about I never went to music school. 
but it was one of my deepest uh, wishes, you know, it's greatest ambitions. Um, it, just circumstances at the time did not allow me to, to go to music school. So, uh, you know, consequently, just sort of left, left to your own resources. Um, I've always, as I say, always been involved in, um, you know, the liberal arts, I suppose, and, and music. Um, so I, over the years, just, and, you know, present day, just take it upon myself to, to kind of, uh, you know, learn on my own, be self-taught, learn from others. Um, you know, it's the minute playing jazz with other people is the thing, um, the main thing about it, from, from my point of view, is, is just le learning from other people, regardless of what the instrument might be. Um, uh, and I think it's, I have a, that approach to life is, um, there's, there's never, there's always something new to, to learn uh, and grasp and understand uh, and expand you sort of knowledge about things and your view of the world um, so yeah no formal training um, it would be nice to have some um, but you can you know you can if you really apply yourself you can sort of get to grips with things and if you really want it you can uh, you can come out the other side and uh, you know, apply what you've learned it is what you make it uh, that's a that's an idea that I've battled with personally over the years. Um, have a love-hate relationship with Leicester, uh, but in, initially, I guess, with any if you feel like you've got any problem with anything um, in your life, then you know you try to look and solve uh, anywhere but within yourself. Initially, I suppose to, to solve that problem, um, and I've been on a sort of couple of decade long journey of um, I, I guess resolving that um, and don't know if that makes any sense but um, at points in my life I've thought no that's the answer to that question um, but that's a really kind of narrow, narrow minded point of view um, so, so yes, yes, it's, it's, it's all about how you perceive the world. And right now, my perception of the world is that it's very fertile and there's lots of interesting people around. Um, everybody's, uh, you know, there's always something happening, always something going on. Lots of people have lots of projects that they uh, do privately or share and, and collaborate upon. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean... Just talking from one person's point of view, there's yeah, there's, there's, there's so much happening. Um, so yes, yeah, so uh, the project is called Generative Scores, um, and it is a collaboration between myself and uh, Miriam Bean, who's a, a visual artist and a, a sound sound artist based in Leicester. Also, um, she works predominantly with um, kind of printmaking and, and uh, uh, computer generated art not not restricted to that but um, that's kind of the um, the core visual aspect of this project um, this is the second year that we've done it so we the sound season 2022 we also contributed some some work and it's this is I guess this is sort of chapter two of that project um, and 
the generative score aspect um, takes inspiration from, I guess, avant-garde music composers and uh, various uh, arts movements from the early, mid, late 20th century. Um, the, the Fluxus art group movement is a is a massive inspiration for this, um, but also composers like sort of Stock, Stockhausen and uh, Penderecki, Giorgio Ligeti, uh, Messiaen, um, and uh, so it's it's a project in two parts really. Uh, so the score was generated by Miriam um, uh, using I think it was Mid Journey, some AI generation tool. Uh, I'm not. I don't use AI stuff myself. Uh, I have a bit of a strange, uh, tentative, tentative relationship with it. Um, I'm, I'm a bit hands off. Um, but she's embraced that for this particular project, and she's doing some excellent work with, uh, you know, image making, and um, that's a, that's another chat, uh, another another chat for another time. But um, so there were prompts and cues put into this mid journey generation tool and Miriam took those images through kind of a selection process so she's the way that she puts it is I'm talking on her behalf by the way uh, she puts it as herself being the curator of the images so it's not necessarily that she's the creator of these images um, which I think is quite quite an interesting aspect to it um, and part of the process was that she she took these images and um, redrew them and repainted them digitally um, and presented them to me and asked me to respond to them uh, with with sound um, or, or you know music composition um, and, and that's an idea that's, that's that, that you know I don't I don't know if they're the first people to do it probably not but uh, you know the Fluxus Art Group were all about that kind of deconstructing uh, the standard sort of uh, sheet music format um, and using it as a device to create um, uh, sound art or, or music. Um, so the, the second component is, is where I came in and I, I used those scores to respond to them uh, and, and create, create a piece of sound. Um, and it, it, I really enjoyed it. It's a brilliant project, um, second time around. Uh, Miriam, um, you know, there's no end to what the interesting imagery that she's making using her, her own process and uh, for me it was kind of a, a map upon which to orchestrate and, and arrange and compose sound so the, the sound itself um, this year is a bit is a bit more orchestral um, leaning as opposed to last year which was very very much processed audio and electronic based um, a bit a bit more uh, kind of raw I suppose um, yeah so the piece is about six minutes long you can stand I mean it's going down today but you you had the chance to stand in the gallery and stand for six minutes and listen to what it's all about um, and the way that we installed the piece um, we had the score screen printed kind of a, a one size um, kind of like a comically massive um, uh, just you know that we followed that process of having the score as a as an object as a nice printed piece in itself um, uh, and when I received the score I tilted it 
because I was trying to make sense of the image almost. Um, so if you go and see the exhibition, the score itself is not, the orientation is not, uh, you know, portrait, we've kind of tilted it slightly. So that's a, that, that was a key component in affecting uh, some of the dynamics in the piece itself. So as far as the, the components and the voices within the composition go, um, as I said, it's very orchestral, so there's, there's processed bass sections and cello sections and viola and violin sections, along with a bit of percussive, almost, you know, like Celeste and Glockenspiel and xylophone voices. Um, and the, really the music and the project itself is, is one of uh, aleatoric uh, process, which really means uh, music that's kind of, or, you know, compositional process that's left to chance. Um, and that's, that's kind of exactly what the piece really is. So what I did was look at the visual components on the score itself. So there's, you know, vertical lines, horizontal lines, blocks, uh, you know, large masses, small solid masses, dots, semicircles, that kind of thing. And essentially just assigned different orchestral voices to those, uh, those, those, those components. Um, and so as you, well, as I was, was arranging and composing, uh, put a lot of trust in that image and uh, the sound that, the sounds that I was coming out with and uh, although the piece now is sort of cemented in a, in a mix and submitted to the project um, the creation process itself was was very aleatoric it was left to chance uh, even though you know I had to make so, I had to make some decision about what the sounds were within the piece so um, yeah that's I think that's sums up the process at least. There's a bit of a philosophy around it as well, but...
I think yes. Um, you know, in in creating work, there's endless possibilities. Really, it's all about what tools you use and where you are, what, what uh, environment that you're working within. Um, and in this instance, we did work towards knowing what the LCB gallery installation setup is. Um, we thought about, because the score itself is so massive, we thought about sculpting an oversized, comically big music stand for it. But that, you know, just a silly thought never happened. Um, but there are, uh, you know, po post this exhibition, there's, the project is a broader thing. It's not just for, for this uh, sound season thing. Um, so we are thinking about uh, the format beyond beyond uh, a white gallery wall sort of thing. Um, that might include animated scores or uh, uh, you know live performance in response to animated scores. Or um, it's not yeah it's not decided, but I think I think this, the project has legs, and I'm, I'm very excited by it. Well, now you get into the question of, uh, of meaning and what, what things mean to people, I think. That's been quite a, quite a big part of my, my thought process, actually. Um, when we were doing the, the 2022 project for the same exhibition, um, it, it just occurred to me, all this, all this time, energy and effort and collaboration that you put into any given project only for it to be, um, well, it got me thinking about what will this mean to people when it's up in this space or any, anywhere, if it's on, I don't know, if it's on social media or uh, any gallery, large or small, or in, in a printed format. Um, and I didn't, I don't mind the idea of nobody seeing it or nobody not understanding it um, and I, I still don't and I think that's, relate, that's related to personal meaning in how every individual uh, perceives the world not just, you know, I was going to say perceives art but just perceives um, the reality of their, their lives um, I know I'm going off on a bit of a tangent but uh, I, I really find that point around meaning really really quite sort of central to to how people um, experience art whether it's uh, you know painting or, or a piece of music on the stereo 
Um, yeah. Oh, it's all intuition that I probably don't understand um, myself, you know, on an intellectual level. Um, it's kind of like a think, a think, feel sort of thing. Um, I get it. I experience that whatever I'm doing um, with music or all the arts. Um, it's kind of unexplained. Uh, it's uh, you know, in my personal practice, it, when I'm not practicing or not making, um, uh, I feel bad. So I just have to get back to it um, in order to erase, you know, to, to get rid of that feeling. Um, so uh, yeah. Uh, think as another practitioner's I mean that's that's an inspiration question so um, I think I find inspiration in in anything and everything I know that's a very sort of broad <laughs> a broad sort of point of view but um, I mean at the moment I'm I'm down a bit of a Winton Marsalis rabbit hole who's a, who's a New Orleans jazz musician and he, he runs a big band uh, out in uh, New York, uh, I love the way he talks about jazz music. Um, you listen to so many jazz players who um, who well, ex I guess experienced jazzers who they all kind of end up saying the same thing that it's it's about sort of, uh, a shared sense of love and peace. Um, so, and I think we were talking earlier about uh, postmodernism and the, de the deconstruction of, of uh, our modern world. And in a, in, a, in a world like that, I think people reach for, reach for meaning. And I, th I think like the highest sense of meaning that sort of defeats everything else is is that idea of love and peace that's no revelation is it but um that's a central driver in in what i try to do when i compose um and in in this project with miriam uh the, com the music composition aspect of it that was a very <coughs> excuse me that really was uh kind of at the center of my mind even though we're using an AI tool for image making, uh, digital tools for sound composition, they're still just tools and I wanted to bring the sort of human element into it. So for me, that highest, the highest value is maybe not, maybe I was going to say beauty, that, maybe that's not quite the right word, but um, you know, like you, it's weird when you look at uh, 
practitioners using AI in, in their work, one thing that I observe is that it's generally always in an attempt to make something per perfect or, or beautiful. Um, I, I don't know what else, I, I just I think that's an interesting point and something within that to think about. Um, so I mentioned earlier, I don't dabble in AI myself, because I, I, you know, it's, I don't know what it is really. Uh, and that's, you know, uh, that's, that's something that I really uh, am attuned to and, and really love to find in um, art myself, art, sound, music, poetry, you know, uh, thinking, philosophy, is, is my, my ears prick up when I get that sense. Like I, I was at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival the, uh, the other month. Just randomly, I went to a, um, a show there, um, one of the few music shows that they have on during the Fringe, and uh, it was a it was a sort of Gaelic folk gig uh, in a in a theatre. And I, I've got I'm from Irish descent, um, and uh, it that that folk music, although it was sort of contemporary. Um, you, people think, uh, or you, you know, there's a associated thought that folk music's kind of old, old hack, sort of old-fashioned sort of thing. But I think it's one of the most um, core, core kind of musics, if that's the word, that, that we have. It's about people and, and uh, sort of primal sort of stories. So this this gig I was at, uh, just the music really sort of got, really reached into me, like in a good way, like a knife to the heart sort of thing. So. Um, it's th things like that that just uh, I get a visceral emotional response to that I uh, just I, I really react to and, and find inspiration from and that and that goes for every every form if it's a there's a couple of paintings actually in the Leicester Newark Museum I've got some German expressionism on that there's uh, you know that's just a, a collection of paint and color on, on a canvas but uh, there's I can't can tell you what the painter is or the image is called but uh, there's just some really amazing images in, in that collection um, that have have elicited that response from me. So, so where to begin? Uh, I guess the easy ones are Instagram. So for Miriam, it's uh, miriambean.art uh, on Instagram, and me, I'm Francis Smith, Francis Smith uh, with one S. Um, and um, yeah, between us, we've got various projects going. Uh, the, the music is not yet online that's in this exhibition, but previous years are. We've released it. Um, that's on Bandcamp. And I forget what that link is, I'm sorry. Um, I think I've got a website, and I think it's, uh, it's fransk.art. There you go. <laughs> not very good at that. That's, I think that's, you know, it's, it's getting, having an exhibition and having a, a presence, I find quite a, they're sort of bonuses for me. It's really, in the doing and the making of things, whatever it might be, that, that's the thing, that's, that's it, that's what I'm doing. It doesn't have to serve a particular purpose. Um, and that's, I find meaning in that. So um, this end of it where you talk, you know, where you have to promote it or share it around. Um, sometimes, most of the time, doesn't doesn't occur to me to do that. Maybe I should do it more.
This is Lester Emergent Arts Radio. Lester, 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 Lester. 
Ross Radio.